Welcome to another episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. Today, we're diving into one of the most incredible processes that each of us have gone through as a participant, and some of us have gone through as a spectator, and that is the amazing process of having a baby. Before we dive into our topic for today, remember to to subscribe to the Frontline Health Podcast in order to get all the current episodes. As I mentioned, today we're taking you through our progression as a baby during pregnancy, from conception to birth. So let's start at conception. At conception, amazingly, your DNA is created. It's never been replicated, never will be replicated, and all of your physical traits have been determined at the point of conception. Your sex, your hair color, even your eye color. Honestly, we could stop here for me when it comes to being amazed. I mean, a cell that is 0.1 millimeters, smaller than the tip of a pencil, large, has all the attributes that we're going to have in our lives at conception. But after conception, things get turned into high gear. For the first 12 hours after conception, you remained a single cell. After 30 hours or so, you divided from one cell into two. Within 45 hours, you became four. And at the end of three days, you had become a berry-like structure made up of 16 cells. Your time from four to 21 days is filled with incredible growth, cell division, and change. But your next major milestone occurs at 21 days, when your eyes and ears actually show up. At 22 days, your heart begins to beat and your circulatory system is formed. During week five, your neural tube, which will become the brain and spinal cord, forms and your head is one-third of your overall size. Some would say you've got a big head, which is roughly the size of a sesame seed, and people can begin to see your brain and spinal cord. Throughout this early development, your brain and nerves are developing faster than almost any other body system. It's likely so your brain can direct the other body systems, such as the intestines, lungs, muscles, ears, and heart. In fact, from five weeks until 26 weeks or so, the brain's main job is to create more neurons and fast. For many weeks, the brain creates about 250,000 neurons per minute. In week six, you now have your fingers and toes, and you're getting all your food through the umbilical cord and placenta. Between weeks six and 11, you actually grow about five times in size. Your sense of taste begins to develop as early as eight weeks when your taste buds first appear. Interestingly, the amniotic fluid that you're swimming in is flavored by what your mom eats. And since you're swallowing amniotic fluid every day between about three quarters of a cup and three cups, you can taste what she's eating. Studies have shown that if the amniotic fluid was sweet, you would swallow more. And if it was bitter, you would swallow less, which means you're experiencing multiple tastes from a young age and you're starting to create food preferences while you're in the womb that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life. 
You have a defined mouth, nose, and eyes by week eight, week nine, and you're about the size of a grape, and you weigh about a fraction of an ounce. At 10 weeks, your tooth buds are forming, as well as your fingernails and your unique fingerprints that no one else will ever have, and you're beginning to make intermittent breathing motions. In the 11th week, you're smiling, squinting, frowning, and grimacing, and you're able to wiggle your fingers and toes and suck your thumb, and you're showing a preference for either your, your right thumb or your left thumb. You're also getting much more mobile, and you're moving about 50 times or more each hour. In week 12, your kidneys are starting to produce urine, and you begin excreting it into the amniotic fluid. And then, I know you're going to hate to hear this, but you swallowed the fluid and you started that process all over again. This may also be why it's when you have your first recorded eye movements. When something touched your upper eyelid, your eyes rolled downward and you began to squint. By 13 weeks, your ears started picking up vibrations and you began making many breathing motions in a row, taking about two to three seconds between each breath. At 14 weeks old, you had goal-oriented or directed movements towards your eyes and mouth, as well as the uterine wall because you were curious. And if you had a twin while you were in the womb, some of your movements were directed towards them. And you showed you were more careful and gentle when you reached toward their face. At 15 weeks, your body's organs are functioning and working overtime to make DNA and red blood cells. If you're a female, you've produced all the eggs you'll have for life, and you have already started to prepare for yourself to have a baby of your own. At 18 to 20 weeks, you start to make your presence known and really start kicking in the womb, and your mom felt you flutter in her stomach. Interestingly, ultrasounds show you had signs of REM sleep around 18 weeks, which could mean that you were dreaming, which makes you wonder, what exactly were you dreaming about while you were in the womb? At around 18 weeks, you started to hear, and this sense rapidly developed over the next few weeks. You started to hear your mom singing and her radio playing, and you heard all sorts of sounds, including her heartbeat, her blood moving, and your mom's stomach growling. But since you were surrounded by so much fluid, all the sounds were muffled, and you began, but you began to get used to hearing the same voice of your mother over and over. You started reaching for your eyes and mouth faster and with greater precision with your dominant hand. In the fifth month, your movements and breathing followed a daily cycle, and you begin to get into what's called your circadian rhythm. At six months, everything had developed, and you start functioning the way that you should when you're fully grown. At seven months, you weighed just over two pounds and you were getting ready to put on some weight because you're, you more than tripled your weight between then and your birthday. Your skeleton begins to harden, but your skull doesn't fuse all the way together in order to allow you to enter the birth canal without crushing your skull. In the third trimester, you're able to see light and hear and recognize your mom's voice. 
By this time, this journey you've been on has created billions of neurons, and you're getting your digestive tract ready for use by swallowing a white cheesy substance that's coming off of your skin that was protecting you, but will soon be your first bowel movement. Interestingly, along this journey, although no one could hear you, from time to time you would cry in the room in the womb. Research has shown that you were learning to react appropriately to negative stimuli, and you were practicing for the real thing. You imitated the breathing patterns of crying, facial expressions, and even mouth movements. One other thing you did while you were in the in the womb was yawn. Researchers believe you weren't yawning because you were tired, but instead it was a response to brain development and neurological function. After this 38 to 42 week journey you've been on, you were born, and you were actually born with more bones than an adult. However, over time, these extra bones eventually fused together because you were born with around 300 bones. But time, but by the time you grow into adulthood, you really only have the 206 bones that we're all familiar with. That is truly an incredible journey that we all go through. Birth is a miracle, and the more you know, the more miraculous and amazing the process becomes. And it really makes, to me, Psalm 139, 13 and 14 mean just a little more. For you, God, created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Frontline Health. I hope you leave this episode just a little more amazed at the journey you have been through to get here, and even more confident that you were made with a purpose. If you'd like to learn more about prenatal health or other health-related topics, you can go to centurionlabs.com or subscribe to the Frontline Health Podcast. That's all for today's episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, go out today and take ownership of your health because no one cares more about your health than you. Until next time, take care and stay healthy.